camper with a bloody nose One with smelly armpits and no clean clothes Then grab your Nalgene of water and your Bible quotes And listen to one time summer camp I clapped anyway. Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast in the entire planet about summer camp with three guys that no longer work at summer camp. My name is Aaron Colwick, and I'm going to be your host today, and welcome to this one time at summer camp. Uh, I am here with my lovely cohorts, John and Jeff, and to help us get to know them a little bit better, we're going to have a get-to-know-you question. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready. One of us is ready. Yeah, okay. yeah. Just so they're staring at me. All right, right. Um, this one's a pretty like straightforward question. A lot of our questions have lately been very like thought provoking and deep, and like it's very creative. This is one that just dawned on me as I was sitting on my uh, little like chair recliner thing in my backyard, enjoying the warm sun down here in Texas. <laughs> if you could only drink one more beer. What beer would it be? And not like you get that one beer for yourself. You get one more beer, and that's it. Like forever. Yeah, like you you realize the world is coming to an end tomorrow. You get one more beer. What is your last beer? Nope, no, you can't shake your head there, Jeff. Oh no, this is easy. Anyways, this is easy for me. Yeah, (laughs) my name is Aaron Colwick, and I am the former program director of. Briarwood down here in Texas and Camp Stony up there in New Mexico. And if I could have one more beer, it'd be pickle beer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it would be. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with a good old Shiner Bock. It was one of the first beers I remember like drinking it and be like, God bless. That is like delicious. And it was one of those first times. It was just a good it's not too heavy, but it's not too light. Good full beer, a good shiner box. And I would say Texas that. to death. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll go since I already have my answer, too. I'm Jeff. I'm the former program director of Lutherdale and Sugar Creek in the beautiful state of Wisconsin. And if I could drink one more beer, it would be my Lemon Breaker Shandy, which has a special place in my heart. I love it. I found a can in the fridge the other day that I had from this fall that I never drank, and I was real excited. <laughs> so, actually, you know, I have to admit, I have to, I might change my answer. I might change my answer. It's still right here. The empty can. The empty can, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Changing your answer? I might. I might. The beer that I had. No, you know what? John, you go first. Are you sure? It's so good. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <coughs> oh, man. I see the can. It's so good. Thank you. Um, So, yeah, I'm John, former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in Idaho. Uh, Currently, I am a professional sheep peeler. (laughs) And I I, I I work at a home improvement store. Um, The last beer that I would drink... So I actually thought of this, and then, Aaron, you mentioned it, and I thought you were going to steal it from me. But pickle beer. I would want it to be the last beer I drank. Because, A, if I hated it, I would (laughs) die. 
<laughs> being right. <laughs> B, if I loved it, I could die peacefully knowing that, you know, I tried something new. That, well, I, hate, I hate that your answer makes sense. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, I was going to change my answer to the, the beer that I had in Germany at, like, the beer house. Their dark beer was easily one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. But... I can't get that, so I figured if the world was ending tomorrow, I'd probably just go grab a shiner. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't get my own. Um, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> can't have that. Uh, cool. Well, thank you, guys. Very nice and easy. John, you have to have a pickle beer now. I need, like You're, you're going to have to drink one. On my deathbed. <laughs> I'll probably be trying uh, a pickle beer here eventually. Uh, eventually. And you know what? It might be because of our next type of uh, game that we're playing. Our new game that we've been playing called What Are the Odds? John, I believe you are giving us our question this week. I am. I had to say, you, you made me a little nervous there. You said new. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> John, you didn't see the text What did we move on to? <laughs> it's called How Much Pickle Beer <laughs> Would You Drink? Uh, uh, none. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, so what are the odds today? Um, mine is fairly simple, and I think it's something that... Um, I'm trying to get this to be one that we would actually do when we would get together. Uh, I know. So, You've yet to have that happen. I mean, there's a lot of things we'd actually do when we get together. Right. <laughs> right. Um, what are the odds you would... Polar bear. Like, in a river, lake? In the river. Pool? In like, river. what are we talking? Yeah. In a river? Is it actually frozen around me, or is it just a That's cold? A, are you talking river. about, like, the where you jump in the frozen water? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> How's the Wisconsin guy more afraid of this than I am? I literally had a conversation with my wife about this recently, and I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. It's hilarious. I like being warm. <laughs> Why would I voluntarily jump into cold water? That's that makes hilarious. no sense. So, I'm gonna say one out of four. Oh, dang it. I, I, I don't think it's that big a deal. Like I don't necessarily like I'm not like yeah let's go do this but like I don't I don't think it's that difficult or that bad. It's just cold water, man. Yeah. Yeah, come up to Wisconsin in the middle of the winter and do it. Deal. That's where I we'll mean, do it. I mean, we might, we might be, but <laughs> let's find out what your odds are there, Jeff. Uh, I'll do one in ten. One in oh. ten? Yeah. God. So it's one out of you're seven. <laughs> you're ornery. I, it's stupid. Why would anyone just voluntarily do it? Okay. So yeah, so it's so it's a one out of seven. So there you go, everybody. So Jeff hates fun. I do. I do hate fun. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves camp. Name. No more fun. Jeff hates fun. <laughs> All, right. All right, John. One out of seven. One out of seven. That's it. You ready? You got to count it down, one. John. Wait, I'll count down from three. Three, two, one. Four. Six. Two. Ooh. <laughs> We're so bad at this. Two, four, six. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> I genuinely thought it was gonna happen that time. We're not on the same page. Oh, no, we're not. Daggummit. It's gonna happen at one point. I really hope it's for my what are the odds. I've already got one lined up. It's 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 pretty rough. <laughs> like right. how rough? Like I like I. It'd be, I think it'd be probably the most hilarious to do. Like, I think our fans would like it the most, but it, I don't think any of us are going to be, like, amenable to do this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'll no save fun. it for us. Tune Never. in. Yeah, that's true. We'll tune in. Uh, thank you, John, for yet again another failure of what are the odds. Um, Ouch. Jeff, I believe it's not your no, fault. No, it's all that, our fault. That, I took that personally. Well, you should. You did it. Uh, Jeff, bring us our camp story for today. Yeah, so this story comes from one of my summers at Lutherdale. Honestly, don't remember which one. They all blend together. It was uh, either 2018 or 2019. One of those two. Okay. So, yeah. It wasn't my first one. I know that. Uh, yeah, so this all this story takes place in one night. It's a three-part story of three different things that happened in one night. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to... I'll start there. So, uh, at, Wait, three different things in one night? Yes. That's awful. Yeah, it was a great night. Um, <laughs> so we have a, at camp we have a host phone, which is just like our after-hours phone number. We post it. Anyone that's on site, we give it to them, like hosted groups or like parents, we give it to them for emergencies and things like that. Smart. And mm-hmm. during the summer, either... Um, one of like the leadership staff will carry it around every night. They trade it off nightly, so it's not their responsibility. But like, that's the phone number that people call at night at camp. So this is a Thursday night, last night of the week, and um, we're down at worship, and I see one of my staff members like step away, and she answers that phone. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird, and she's on the phone for a little bit, and then comes back. Ooh, sorry, I had to burp. Mm-hmm. That's part of the story. I had to burp in the middle of worship. Um, so she comes, she comes back to me, and she, like, pulls me aside, and she's like, hey, she's like, so this dad just called me and was asking about his daughter, who he thinks is here this week, and he's wondering, like, if he can come see her tonight. And then he's wondering what time are they supposed to get picked up tomorrow, and when are they leaving tomorrow? Mm. And she's like, it was really weird. So I told him I'd have to, like, check and see. Smart. So I'm leave it right there. What would you do? Oh man! So unfortunately, <laughs> I've been in this situation before. <clears throat> or what I assume might be this situation. Um, you have a separated family, and one family member, one parent takes the kid to camp, and one parent decides that that's an easy way to get the kid Mm. and so then the situation happens they say you know what time am i supposed to be there to pick them up blah 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 um but there's easy ways around it it's a form at the beginning of the week that says this is a person that can pick up my child these are the people that are their guardian blah 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 um that just keeps the safety of the the situation um, I think in this situation, I would explain to the. F- I would first of all make sure um, that this person, this phone number that they could give, would be 
um, in an emergency contact or um, somehow connected safely back to this child so that information could be given over. Um, but then explaining to them that, you know, end of the week's coming up and unless there's an emergency, uh, we'll see them when they come pick up their child at the end of the week. I mean, yeah, I can't, like, I'm not going to joke around with that one. Like, parental <laughs> kidnapping's a thing, right. and that sucks. Um, that's exactly what you do, man. Like, you you need to be really careful with that because you that's why you have, like, who's allowed to pick up the kid kind of thing when you sign all your uh, all your documents and stuff. So, yeah, John, uh, right on point. I don't really have a ton to add with that. And kudos to the counselor for not oh, just absolutely. answering rando questions. Um yeah, don't don't answer every question you get on the phone call, man. Like, yeah, let me just volunteer all this <laughs> sensitive info. Um, so, good job, counselor. Yeah, so like, yeah. So, hold um, on. Is that that's that's kind of a well. I'll save my comment. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> so, what ended up happening is the counselor asked me about it. I was like, that was the right call. Don't give that information out. Like, this seems fishy. I wanna. I always try and like believe people have good intentions and whatnot but I was like this seems right. odd so I was like let's do some digging so we uh, checked out the camper's health profile to see like who the guardians are in emergency contacts and he was listed on there as one of the emergency contacts but not as a okay. primary guardian mm-hmm. so we then looked at the sign out sheet and he was not listed on there for mm-hmm. sign in or sign out so we're like okay like let's call him back and let him know that, um, like, we can tell him camp's going great, the kids are having fun, keep it very vague, like, don't tell specifics of what this kid is doing and when they're getting picked up, and just let him know that, hey, we have, uh, her mother is picking her up tomorrow, it's already mm-hmm. scheduled and all that, so just kind of let him know that we we understand your concern as a parent, but this is as much information as we can give you. So we did that, and then I actually called the mother of this child. Um, The parents were separated. I called the mother and just said, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. I think it was with good intentions, but her father did call and was wondering how she was doing and asked when she was going to be home. And the mom was like, yep, you're right. She's like, um, she's going to see her dad this weekend. So he was, it, it was an okay situation. It wasn't anything malicious, but it was very just like, that's a little fishy. It could, it could uh, have yeah. been bad. Yeah, it well, could have been. Well, and, and the communications weren't put in place proper, so. Mm-hmm. And he just called and, like, it, wanted to talk to his daughter randomly. It's like, Ugh. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, like, this is worship. And after worship on Thursday night, we always did a dance. So we had, like, a big dance party. It was after the resurrection of Jesus and all of that. So um, we have the dance, and... Uh, at this point in time, I had a young child, so I never stayed up super late after worship. I'd stop by the dance for two minutes and then leave. I'd go home. <laughs> I, I had staff that were running, and why didn't I have to be there? No fun. Night. I didn't. Yep, no fun. No fun, Jeff. So I was at home, and I get a call from my executive director. Bum, bum, bum. And he, when he calls me at 9 o'clock at night, I'm like, okay, something's going on. So I answer, and he goes, hey, what's going on? At the dance, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, the police department just called me. Someone called 911. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what? 
I was like, I'm not sure, but I will figure it out. What would you do? <laughs> Wait, this is the next question? Yeah. I thought this was a continuation of your story. It is. This is part two of the same night. Go to bed. Your executive director calls you and says the police were just called from the dance. What do you do? Well, I think that the first thing is I don't want them to bust the party because no one likes it when the cops show up to a party and just shut it down, which I assume is what they're doing. Yeah, and they take away all the beer. They do. Um, I mean, it's a Lutheran camp. (laughs) So uh, I probably would go distract the cops. Oh. To make sure they don't shut down the party. So, um, Jeff, did y'all have golf carts or like ATVs or anything at your camp? Like we had a golf like cart, that? yeah, but we it was golf put away already. That's like like I'd go get the golf cart. So I'd go get the golf cart okay. um, using the hidden spare key that I had to make sure I had access to it at all times. I do, and I would then take the golf cart and as I drove up to the dance hall where i assume the cops are i'd walk in and be like you'll never catch me coppers <laughs> and like my best like 1920s mobster voice um and then i'd scream and start running assuming <laughs> they'd follow me um and then i'd hop in the golf cart and start trying to lose them on the property and then everyone would know the party's still good to go nice all right so interesting how correct that answer was, I know. You you were probably exactly right. <clears throat> Not saying you were wrong. Um, it's good. So are the police already there, though? So, no. I should have clarified this, but I want Aaron to keep going. The police weren't uh! there. They called our executive director okay. because they knew they pinged the location to camp. Mm-hmm. And it's a small town. They know Jeff, the executive right. director. So they called him and were like, hey, we got a phone call. There was no one there. We just heard noises. There was nobody on the other. It wasn't like someone, a voice saying, like, come help. It's 911. It was voices. Wait, let me get this straight. You let me answer (laughs) this entire answer knowing that it was a freaking butt dial. That's what you let happen. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. I'd, in that case, I'd call the cops and invite them to the party. Sorry for inconveniencing you. Why don't you come down and grab a beer with us kids? With us kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think I would still jump on down sure. to the party. Um, jump around to some staff and just kind of hang out a minute and make sure that everything is okay. Do a quick, you know, counselors, where are your campers? Count them off. Is everybody doing okay? And if everything seemed fine, I would move on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Those are both great answers. Um, so what I actually did was I went up to our shop and I got in a tractor. And I drove it down to the dam. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Uh, yeah. So it, it sounded like it was a butt dial. They called us and they're like, someone called 911. We need to follow up on it still. So um, I got a hold of my staff that were there. And I was like, okay. I was like, someone called the police. It's like, have all the staff members that have their phone on them, check their phones, see if they butt-dialed them. And Somebody called the police. Yep. There were also some pastors on site this week. So I was like, find the pastors, check with them as well, see if anyone who could have a phone, any adult, if it's not them, then it was a camper with a phone. So we get through all the staff, and they're like, 
it was none of them. Like no one, none of the staff or the pastors, like no one called the police. And they're like, we're trying not to make a scene about it and figure this out. But we're like subtly asking everyone at the dance party. I was like, it has to be someone. Well, lo and behold, it was a pastor. She was like <laughs> dancing on the dance yes. floor with the kids and but dialed 911. So she came up so apologetic. <laughs> I don't know. She said she just got this new phone, a new iPhone. Oh, you know it wasn't what? locking. And Their dance moves were no, that No, you know bad. what? If you... No, here's the thing. On an iPhone, if the you, like, lock, hit the button, lock button on the right, if you click it a whole bunch of times, it'll do emergency dialing. Yeah. It also makes a loud like... Sound, but if didn't you had a music going, you wouldn't hear it. I don't think it did that. But they probably just thought she was air horning for like the party. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the police. We eventually we figured that out, and then um, the night starts to wind down. I'm at home, got my kid in bed. I'm getting ready for bed. The campers are done their dance party. They're all going back to their cabins. And it's probably like 10:30 now. I get a call from my staff member who. Um, I'll say her name. It's Lindsay. I've mentioned her before. She's the one that answered the phone originally. She's the oh, one I called Lindsay. about the uh, police. She, I got a hold of her. She calls me again at 1030. She's in one of the cabins. It's uh, more of like a lodge with three bunk rooms and kind of like some central area. She calls me. She's like, Jeff, the fire panel is going off in this building and I can't shut it off. Hilarious. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? And I can hear the beeping in the background. And she's like, I don't know, I can't figure it out. So I'm trying to like talk her through it on the phone. I was like, can we FaceTime? Just like show me the fire panel. And I'm like trying to tell her what the codes are that I know and nothing is working. So we get on FaceTime and she's showing me this panel and we can't figure it out why the fire alarms are going off. They're just going off in this building. There's no fire, but the alarm system is just going off. So it's just the alarm system. Yes. What would you do? Okay. John, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you do? Fire alarm system's going off in a building. What do you do? Man, get yourself a pair of strong earplugs. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Deal with it in the morn. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, dang it, John. <laughs> um, <laughs> you gotta kill more time no. than that for me, man. Find um, yourself. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a couple of things. Just there's a couple of things you can do. Um, you're saying none of the codes you're putting in to silence it are working mm-hmm. itself. Does this? Does it have a silence button on this thing that mm-hmm. you've tried pushing and holding down that doesn't yep. silence it? Yep. Cool. Is there any codes on there of what's happening? Nope. On the display? Nope. There's no code. Absolutely Nothing. none. Rip it off the wall. It's like built into the building. Cool, cool. Oh, get yourself a good old sheetrock saw. Just start cutting around that thing like you'd like rob a safe in a movie, and take it out of the wall. There's gonna be wires at some point, and you know what? You know what? I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Go to your circuit breaker, and just shut the power off to the building. <laughs> Because it doesn't have a Some point it's good. safe for that. Okay, back to the sheetrock saw. So you take it out of the wall. At some point, there's going to be a wire. Shut. The, you want to be safe, guys? Shut the power off to the building. Then cut the power. Then go turn the power back on. You're good. Mm-hmm. I have another answer. Safety first. Go for it, yeah. 
actually start the building on fire so that when it calls, <laughs> when it grabs the attention of the firemen, they can come and it's like, oh yeah, it was just going off and we, we thought it was all okay, but nope, fire, shoot. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Or just have like even like a candle next to it and call the fire department <laughs> and then be like, it's setting it off and we don't know why. We blew out the candle and it's still going. Or Oh no, hell. Like I, I just got these <laughs> sick new shoes and I know they're flames. I know they're hot, but like. <laughs> I didn't think it was oh, those a fire alarm. <laughs> Check out my new chucks. Dude, did you have flame converse back in the day? Ooh, nope. No, I did have I did have converse with skulls all over them. Oh, no, dude. I rocked the flames. I, I, I had those punk rock chucks. Did you get those at Hot Topic? No, no, it's a way, way more lame place. I got it at JCPenney. What? <laughs> in Santa Fe. I was walking out of the mall and I saw those. I was like, oh, hot dang, what are those? Okay, real quick. Oh and uh, it, you know, it's cap counselor money, so like, I just got paid and I was like, I had no concept of saving. Dude, cap counselor money so, was the worst. Dude, and so I'd, I'd like have this pocket full of cash and I'm seeing these I'm like ooh I know what I'm spending my paycheck on I went and bought me a new pair of chucks which is like the worst camp shoe because you feel every piece of gravel that you walk on and so it was a terrible decision so they were then my quote unquote going out shoe for the weekends (laughs) with the staff so real quick before we go back to the ending of the story I I got my COVID shot at the mall today um, like at, at a section in the mall because you know malls, all the stores. Malls a thing? Yeah, no, all the stores are closing down, mm-hmm. so the public health is like, oh, let's oh, just yeah. take over a room in here real quick. So the you get only you're I there? did okay. The only <laughs> store that I recognized when I walked in there, not because I've yeah. ever shopped there, but because it's been at every single mall I've ever been to. Hot yeah. topic. Hot. Hot like topic. topic. Malls, hot malls topic. are closing down, and Hot Topic is thriving. Dude, you can't kill the goth scene. What are you gonna <laughs> no. do? They're also the source of like all the cool like anime shirts and stuff right. now. Like that's where you get all your stuff. <sighs> Anyways, wow, what a right. weird uh, side. That was such we a segue. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, so the fire panel is going off, and there's no codes. There's nothing. It's not flashing, and I'm just like. I'm beside myself. I was like, I, this should shut off. This does not make sense why it's going off. And she's like, I know. I can't figure it out. So I'm like, all right. I'm going to get dressed. I'll come over there. We'll figure it out. We'll get it shut off. <laughs> because, like, we can't have this fire alarm going off while kids are trying to sleep. And as I'm about to, like, get out of the bed and, like, get dressed and go do this, she turns the camera from the fire panel. And she's like, I can't figure it out either. The sound's coming out of this. Turns oh, it next no. to it. Smoke detector? Nope. This little gray box. And I stop. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, no. This building has a built-in, uh, like, communication system from the upper floor where this is to the bottom. Right. So in the two stairwells in the very bottom, there's an intercom where if you push the call button, it beeps up to the main system saying someone's trying to call you. Oh my god! After we spent I don't know how long on the phone trying to figure this out, so I was like, push the talk button, and now hit end. And she hit the two buttons and it stopped. I was like, that's the intercom. That's not a fire panel. I'm more offended that there was no possible way that John and I could have gotten that answer right. Yeah, (laughs) it's okay. But I did love that. uh, That was our night of uh, of crazy where. 
And while nothing was serious or major, but it was like one thing on top of another. And we're just like, what else can happen tonight? Like, that's like it was just ridiculous. Week two at camp, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what week this was, to be honest. It was probably like five. Every week. Lindsay, what week it's, was this? It, it doesn't matter. That's a rough. And what day of the week was this? Thursday. It was the last night of the week. Oh, so and, that's a rough. It was like it wasn't early summer. It was mid to late summer. So everyone's exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're just like our brains aren't fully functioning. I know. Otherwise, we probably would have thought through stuff a little clearer. Yeah. But just yeah. like, I'm so tired. <clears throat> I just want to go to bed. It's Thursday. <laughs> Dude, that's that sucks so bad. Yeah. That's a rough night, man. Dude, how have you held on to that story for that long? Uh, Lindsay actually reminded me about that a while That's back because we mentioned her in an episode. I told the story yeah. about when we changed the whole camp program. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we texted after that, and then she reminded me about this story. I was like, oh, that's a good one. I'm going to share that. That's a really so good. I wrote it down. That's a really good story. Thanks, Lindsay. I give all credit to you, Lindsay. None to Joe. No, she can have all the credit. That's fine. That's good. She gets all of it. Yeah. She handled all the problems, not me. I just answered the phone. Man, that's crazy. Well, thank you, Jeff, for that enthralling trilogy of uh, camp stories. Uh, hey, guys, do you have camp stories? Yeah. Do you, have, do you guys have any stories that you would like to submit to this amazing podcast? Because yeah. there's quite a few ways you could do it. Um, hey, John. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to email us a story, where would they email I'm us? I'm so glad you picked me for the easy one. <laughs> so if you want to email us, you can grab us at this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Jeff, I think we have a social media presence. Uh, yeah, we What's do. a good way? Where could they find us? Yes, yeah, so we have a Twitter. Uh, ah, Twitter. <laughs> do we really? We still do. do we, we don't use it ever. We made it. To Wait, are you serious? We actually have a Twitter. We made it right away, and then we never used it. And then only. Fans. I don't feel like John and I. I don't feel like John and I signed off. <laughs> that. that must have been solely you decision. It was. It's a bad idea. Uh, we have a Facebook. <laughs> this one time in summer camp. Check us out. We post mostly on Facebook. That's where you'll find like all of our stuff. We try to announce every week when we have a new episode. Sometimes I forget to do it. Sometimes my computer is being annoying, <laughs> and I just don't want to. So sometimes I forget to. Do yeah. It. Sometimes really that. Uh, thank you. To find thank us there, message us, um, comment on stuff, and like things. Yeah, for sure. We also have a phone number. You can call and leave us a voicemail. We were going to do a voicemail today, but uh, we just kind of ran out of time. And so we're going to probably do a voicemail for our next episode. Oh, sure. Um, we've got a few stacked up here. Um, they're very good. Yeah, they are. And so if you want to leave us an awesome voicemail, you can reach us at 262-885-1551. Uh, fantastic way to get your story heard. Um, and... Our newest thing that we've done, and it's super exciting, you can find us on Patreon. Now, here's the thing, y'all. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way to um, financially support something at a very, very low cost. We're talking like a dollar a month, literally. Um, There are costs associated with this podcast. Not a lot, but there's hosting fees and things like that. Um, But more than anything else, we're actually wanting to try to give a little bit back to lutheran outdoor ministries which is the organization that helped introduce the three of us and they do a lot of good stuff for a lot of good people so we want to help support them so this is one way we figured we could continue to do that um so if you can spare a dollar a month Mm -hmm. then we would love that and it gets you you get uh before and after scenes of our episodes so you get to hear the before talk where we're prepping and what we're drinking and all that (laughs) kind of stuff and afterwards we have like bonus stories 
of things like, all right, now tell me what really happened, that kind of thing, where like Jeff actually ran away from the cops. And so there's a lot of cool stuff that happens on there. Um, There's additional tiers. Um, Here's something that somebody told me once when it came to supporting things like this. If you literally spoil your, if you treat yourself once a month to a fancy drink of any kind, whether that's a Starbucks drink, whether you went to the gas station and picked yourself up, like, uh, the big Gatorade nice bottle. Monster Whether, energy drink. Yeah, if you got one of those, uh, if you went to the bar and got yourself a fancy little uh, upside down pineapple cake shot or something like that, you could probably support to a good cause and do it that way. So I'm challenging you, ladies and gentlemen who listen to this podcast, go check out our Patreon. We'd greatly appreciate it. Um, anyways, and that's a fun fact. That's John's favorite shot upside down pineapple cake. That's true. He loves pineapple and next, cake. He does. Next time you see it, you need to buy one for him. He'll greatly you appreciate it. ever want to pick me up in a bar? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, my name's Aaron. That was John. That was Jeff. Peace. We'll see you guys next time. Wait, who's who? If you got one camper with a bloody nose, one with smelly armpits and no clean time summer camp